You're listening to the Aligned Alchemy podcast, and I am your host, Aichel Francis. In this podcast, you will discover how all aspects of your life can begin to flow with ease when you become aligned with your deeper purpose and reclaim your personal power. Learn how to connect with the cycles and seasons of nature so that you can become more connected with yourself because you are not separate from nature. You are nature. After all, the greatest gift in this lifetime is truly getting to know ourselves and remembering who we are. I'm so glad that you are here. Greetings and welcome to episode 23 of the Aligned Alchemy podcast. If you have been listening here for a while, or if you know me at all, you will know that I take and connect so many lessons from nature. Like I always say that nature is one of our best teachers. You know, the medicine that we can receive from mother nature, from the animals, from the trees, from the plants. There are so many lessons and so much wisdom intertwined if you just slow down long enough to pay attention and really, really listen. Now I'm smiling already <laughs> because I had the mother of all lessons handed to me a few years ago now, and it is completely connected to a plant. Yes, a plant taught me lessons, lessons that I am so, so beyond grateful for, and I will carry with me forever. And if you receive these lessons too, it will begin to transform your life from this very moment. If you choose to get this, everything will change for you. So what magical plant gave me all this wisdom? <laughs> if you have ever heard of wisteria, you know, the, the episode title Wisteria Hysteria, because certainly in certain parts of the world, like springtime, when this plant starts to flower, it's it's a it's really like a tree, but it's kind of vine like. So it wraps itself around like it grows up the front of houses. It wraps itself around pergolas and all these kind of things. And then it has these amazing pendulous flowers that hang down off these vines there's probably a better word for it I'm no professional gardener <laughs> but these incredible flowers hang down and they're in colors of purples blues whites and I have a complete passion for purple blue and white flowers like I just love the to see those colors things like alliums agapanthus like you don't need to hear about my full flower fetish here <laughs> But it's one of my favorite things to see is when my garden begins to bloom in the spring because it's so hopeful after a long winter. And also like I co-created this entire garden with the landscape, with the universe, with nature. It was a field of mud when we moved into the house. I kid you not. <laughs> it was literally a huge field of soil. And that's what it was. And I lovingly have taken the time Yes, me personally, hand carting, tons of gravel, like raising plants from seed and splitting them and doing all of this. And I have created what <laughs> for me is this incredible 
place of peace and connection with nature that encourages wildlife to come in and it brings food for the bees and the butterflies this absolute haven so like I truly am grateful for my garden so each year when the wisteria is about to bloom it's a very exciting time for me <laughs> yes I don't get out much <laughs> this is one of the highlights of my year so these long pendulous flowers they appear as buds and they're little tight buds, and then the buds grow longer and longer. And this happens kind of, I would say, late April, uh, early May to mid-May where we live, because we're fairly high up in the hills. So our flowers and things progress later than in other areas. Now, the thing is, again, where we live, because we're fairly high up, we also get late frost. So it can be really quite warm during the day, and then the temperatures plummet at night. Now, if these wisteria buds get a frost on them, it nips the bud, it's called nipping the bud. And it basically kills the flower right there on the vine. Doesn't kill the plant, it just stops the flower from flowering. So it never gets further than the bud. And then the bud just kind of dries up and shrivels and fall off. It's a very sad moment. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, there's no harm done to the plant. The leaves continue to grow and it thrives all year. You just never get this amazing display of all these flowers hanging down. So when I planted, um, when I like landscaped the garden, I planted about 20 of these wisteria plants down what I call the wisteria walkway. <laughs> so pic picture this in your mind. There's like... Um, tall poles with a wisteria planted at the bottom of each one and then it walks down to like a decking area in what was this field of mud and it takes a while for wisteria plants to get going so the first lesson they give you actually is patience because you plant them and then you have to just be patient because they don't always flower the first years they can take up to seven years to flower but I think it was about year three or four when mine first started showing signs of life in the flower department anyway, <laughs> and they began to flower. But then what happened is I think I had one year with some flowers and then subsequent years, we always had late frosts. So you would see that these plants were going to be full of flowers, like they were covered in buds. And then a late frost would happen and it would come in and nip all the flowers and we wouldn't see a single flower. And it was like, oh, it's disappointing. So what I found myself doing one year was like really concentrating on the weather forecasts, <laughs> like obsessed with, will there be a late frost? First thing I would do in the morning when I got up was pull back the curtains, go, has there been a frost? It's okay. It's just a ground frost. There's no air frost. They should be okay. And I found myself like taking such a large amount of time looking up the forecast and trying to think, what can I do? What can I do to protect the plants? I mean, they're, they're huge plants. <laughs> you can't just put like a, a piece of fleece over them or move them indoors or something. They're going to do what they're going to do and nature's going to do what it's going to do. But I was putting so much of my focus and attention on like worry, anxiety. What if the frost comes? What if it nips them again? What if I don't see any flowers? What if all those buds are there and none of them get to bloom, 
right? You see where I was going. <laughs> so I'm putting my attention on looking at the weather forecast. First thing in the morning, checking, has there been a late frost before going to bed? Oh, it's a bit chilly out there. I think the frost might nip them. I'm putting all of my attention and energy in that direction. And the thing is, when you do that, does it actually change anything? Like, did me focusing on that stop the frost from coming? <laughs> like, this is how ridiculous it was. And this year, when I received this lesson, some of them flowered and some of them didn't. And I was sitting on the decking, just enjoying nature, just, you know, in a little meditation of my own. And this message came through to me so strongly about control. And this is what Wisteria taught me that look at how much energy and power you expend on things that you have no control over whatsoever. Like, can you control every single thing that happens in your life? Like, is there a way for you to control every single detail of every single thing from when you wake up to when you go to sleep? Because if there is, <laughs> you're some kind of superhero or something, because the rest of us can't do that because there's no way because things are out of your control so something like what I was doing worrying and concerning myself about the frost like are you kidding me <laughs> when I really got that I was like what am I doing though why am I putting so much of my energy into something that I literally have no control over what does me focusing on worrying about the frost do to the situation? Does it solve the problem? Does it make things better? Does it stop the frost from coming? No, none of that. So what reason was I putting all of my energy and focus into that? So it was this huge smack across the head <laughs> when I sat there and received this lesson from Wisteria. Because wherever we put our attention is where our energy flows to. So I was putting my attention on worry, on fear, on anxiety, on something that I had absolutely zero control over. And then when it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go, I felt sad. I felt disappointed. And it's like, look at what I was doing with my personal power. Because life is always going to go this way or that way, and you don't have control over it. You know, I, there's another lesson that I will speak about on a different podcast episode about when I truly learned my lessons on control that brought me to be here today talking with you. But the thing is, with lessons, we forget. We're like, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. Oh, wow, this is going to change me for life. I'll never forget this lesson. This is amazing. And then six months passes or a year passes and you forget about the lessons that you were given. So this is one reason I love nature so much because she will hand us those lessons over and over again. And this is what Wisteria did for me because it showed me like where else in my life am I doing this? And this was what was like, whoa, okay. Now I see the bigger picture, because if I'm doing this with the flipping plant, <laughs> like where else am I doing this? And I began to look at my day. I began to look at my life in general 
And I saw it as this repeating pattern that I would put so much energy into something and worry about it when I had zero control of how the outcome was going to be. Life is all about what you choose to make of it because it's always going to do its thing. It's thing that you have no control over. And what you choose to make of that, how you choose to respond to that is where you have power. When you give away your personal power to fretting about things that are beyond your control, that you really can have no influence on, that is giving away your power. You are leaking so much energy and power, and then you don't have the power to focus on the things that you're really here to do. So in my circumstance, there I am worrying about a freaking purple plant. <laughs> Look how much power that took from me. And what did that drain from me that I could have used somewhere else to show up and serve and to assist and help to do the things I'm here to do. So look at your life and look at what happens when things don't go according to plan. What does that do to you? How do you respond to that? What happens when you're white knuckling your way through life and gripping onto what you believe to be control, but is actually the illusion of control because there is no control, none. So every year when it gets to this time of year and I see the buds appear, I have a little giggle to myself because whether those buds turn into flowers or whether they don't, it's nothing to do with me. <laughs> so I just smile and I let nature do its thing. And I trust that whatever happens, it's all going to be fine. And I move my attention onto something that I can influence. I move my attention onto something that I can pour my energy into in a way that I can serve and change the energy of this planet. So where is that for you? What are you doing in your life where you're micromanaging and trying and trying and trying so hard to control things that you could never, ever control? And then watch what happens when things don't go according to plan. Watch the spiral that you get into as you spin out because you realize you have no control and it feels uncomfortable. So what will your reminder be today to look at? Where am I controlling the uncontrollable? And the first thing to do when you have that awareness is acknowledge what you're doing and go, oh, I see what I'm doing here. Okay. Okay. I see what I'm doing here. So have that awareness first to see it and then move your attention to something that you can influence, move your attention to problem solving or move your attention to something that you can pour your energy into that will actually affect change rather than trying to control the uncontrollable. Because things in life are always going to happen that are not according to plan. You've probably had it happen today. You've certainly had it happen multiple times this year. 
you know, all the old, old, old phrases, the best laid plans are laid to waste and all these things. It's because our ancestors knew they took the lessons and they've been passing them down to us if we choose to hear, if we choose to receive. So life is always going to do its thing. <laughs> Whether you're trying to control it or plan it or whatever else you're doing, life is always going to go its own way and do its own thing. But how you respond in those moments will show the true level of self-mastery that you hold. <laughs>